0: Hey, what's going on? This is another episode of the Weird Negro Podcast. I'm your host, J Dub.
1: Hey, everybody, it's Cam Lotus. Yo, what's
2: up? It's L. So Flower Lee. All
0: right, and welcome to the Weird Negro Podcast. A podcast by us for us. You can sit with us. Today, we're going to be talking about color. Our weird episode that we're going to be doing every uh you know season so let's get into that all right so first we're going to be talking about what our favorite colors are to get into this you know conversation that we got today so i guess i um start with myself like when you think of color what your favorite color is i have to say green Can? okay i have to say my favorite color you know it's changed
1: throughout the years but Mm -hmm. currently you know because people evolve and everything (laughs) my favorite color is purple Purple. Purple. It's, a, it's such a cool, no pun intended, such a cool, beautiful <laughs> color. Oh and it, it represents royalty. I think we should all look at ourselves like royalty.
0: Mm. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Smooth. I love that. <laughs> uh. Yeah,
2: I'm with J-Dub with green. Um, I love all colors (laughs) respectively, but right now at this moment in time, because we all do change, right? Mm -hmm. Just just like what Cam said, Mm -hmm. my color right now is green. Also, uh, FYI, I love green so much that I drive a bright-ass green jeep <laughs> all right that's how much i love green it's a lime
0: green jeep it's very bright you can see me a mile away a couple miles away actually <laughs> all right and i have to agree because um i guess my my favorite color is starting to change from like green to yellow but i still appreciate green mm-hmm. both you know at the same time you know two is better than one and certain
1: Aspects, <laughs> I think I I feel my color shifting too. I still mm-hmm. highly, highly love purple, but now I'm starting to develop a bit of a fascination with rose gold. Yeah, I love the way rose, I love it as an accent color on things. Like, mm-hmm. rose gold just looks so pretty with yeah. any color to me.
2: It just, exactly. hit. it just,
1: hit. just uh, it's like something you. about rose gold, gold that's just like, uh, mm-hmm. uh.
2: okay, so, question on. Why is this your favorite color? Why is it, why is green your favorite color? Or uh, why is yellow becoming your favorite
0: color, up? Um, I have to say my favorite color is green because it reminds me of nature, kind of. It reminds me of like those calm summer days being, you know, looking at the trees and the leaves. Um, and Also, I like Emerald a lot. You know, the gemstone. Mm-hmm. Just, like, looking at it. I don't know. Green just, it just gets me, like, excited. Just like I see yellow, it makes me happy. Seeing green also makes me happy.
2: Okay. I feel that. Cam, what's your reason for why you like purple? And why are you falling in love with rose gold?
1: I love purple because I feel like there's... A kind of silky texture to it. You know how some colors, you could just picture it in, like, a pillow or, like, clothes, and it just feels like the right color? Yeah. That's how purple feels. Plus, purple yeah. is a great complement to my birthstone, which is aquamarine. Mm. So, I feel like it's a perfect color to complement that. Mm-hmm. And then, it's shifting to rose gold, because, like I said, rose gold is kind of that same thing. Like, it's that pretty aesthetic it creates to everything. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, that's that's why
2: those two colors hit i feel that i feel that for both of you guys oh my god um so growing up my favorite color was purple i was obsessed (laughs) Mm. with it and the reason why was because i was obsessed with little mermaid
1: okay so
2: anything rocking with the little mermaid was normally purple-ish right Mm. so that's why i was really into purple but uh once i hit puberty and my boobs started showing I'm like hey green is pretty hot right now um and I guess my reasoning with green why I'm liking green so much now is because I link it to calmness I link it to money I link mm-hmm. it to uh the, the 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 word go you know mm. I alw- I'm always ready to uh-huh. go I'm always yeah. ready to go do something yeah. ready to start something up right mm-hmm. and that's what I uh link green with so because I do that that's why I like the color green so
0: much
2: yeah, yeah. it's interesting that you said
0: that like um we used to say that like green makes you think of like go mm-hmm. because we grew up seeing that like a you know a street light saying green that means go mm-hmm. we grew up seeing money as mm-hmm. um, being you know green mm-hmm. living in the united states uh, you know obviously with me nature is being green cuz you see like the trees and right. the plants right so that was that's interesting mm. I think yes. it's more of a um a rem um like a a memory type color. Yeah. And that's probably why it it brings it brings those memories. I like yeah. that. that. I like that you yeah. said that
2: that's such that's an even better term on why mm-hmm. I like green. It's a memory color. It it gives me I have a lot of fond memories with the yeah, color with green. Yeah, with the color green. I oh, like nice. that a lot. Yeah. So and the
1: evolution of color. I know when I was younger, my favorite color was pink. Mm-hmm. And I think growing up in a hot pink bedroom got to me after I got older. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't do this color no more. I had a hot pink bedroom. I had a pink uh princess desk chair that literally had princess across it and i had a hot pink mm. princess rotary phone
0: that's a lot of pink <laughs> oh <my laughs> so, God. and it had
1: a little like fluffy pink fire around it it was a lot it was a lot
0: you know i like that cam said that because that's really <laughs> going to go into our next subject what is your least favorite color because when most people pink. ask you, you know, <laughs> about- <laughs> no one ever asks you know what is your least favorite color most people feel like what that's like a um, weird that's question. That is kind of true. You don't get asked what your least favorite color is. Which is why is. this is a weird episode. Because we're a <laughs> weird questions. But I'm going to start out with L first. Since we already know Cam's pink. Okay. What is your least favorite color?
2: What's my least favorite? White. Mm. White is my least favorite. White, uh, I link that to you have to be careful because you don't want anything to mess up your white clothes.
0: right and that
2: and being a person who wants to be on the go all the time right it just seems boring it just seems static it just seems non-existent empty there's no
1: excitement to it right i
2: i need to be going somewhere Mm. as a fire child i need to be on fire i can't be in complacent complacent you know i can't just be empty so white would probably be my least favorite
0: okay um, I have to say my least favorite is blue. Mainly because like I grew up seeing blue all the time. My mm-hmm. room was blue. Mm-hmm. My school colors was blue and white.
1: See Jay does
0: feel my pain. So <laughs> <laughs> and plus people walk around with I think I know why I hate blue jeans now. I, you never see me wearing like jeans for real. Unless they're black. Oh my goodness. god. Like I'm not I just just blue just uh like, <laughs> So, t- take that how you want to. I still like blue, but it's my... No. It ain't something I like. Ooh, it's, get it's it. It's not your first over. choice. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Of color. Yeah. So, I want to give, like, a big warning, a fair warning to our uh, listeners... This episode, the Let's Get Weird episodes, I feel like are going to be very chaotic. (laughs) As in, like, we're just going to be kind of all over the place. Like, it took us maybe an hour and a half of just trying to get this episode structured before we could actually begin recording because it's just so many tidbits that we wanna throw at everyone on what so color topics, is. Yeah. yeah. So fair warning, we're about to Bear be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is about to be a true weird
1: episode. <laughs> hey, let's get
2: weird though. Hey.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So I think we can um dive into like the science of color. And then after that we're gonna talk about um Culture in color, so you know the cultural aspects of color. Um, so basically, to understand the science of color, we have to see, um, you know, color do visible light. And I guess you could go back to your physics classes if you paid attention or not, but I'm gonna go ahead and give you a summary of it. Basically. Why you stare at
2: me when you say that? <laughs> me? I, <mean, laughs> I
0: feel attacked, I stare at you, sir. <laughs> now, bear with me, I'm not a scientist. But if I mess up anything, they'll come at me. So we see color do visible light. You know, when you think of light as a um, spectrum, basically the wavelengths. And basically you think of that as a long, I guess, uh, string of a rainbow. So just think about that. And each color is on this rainbow, just like a color line. Um, So basically the primary colors that we see is red, green, and blue. Now that has to do with the wavelengths of it because it's a difference between like visible light and pigment light this mm. is what I found out during research. so the pigment primary colors are uh red, blue, and yellow, so that's usually what you would see with like pigment stuff
2: okay
0: um and then I found out a a uh, nice little tidbit is pigment colors um mixed all together is black. And then visible light colors mixed together is white. So I found that very interesting. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you could um, think about like art class, Mm -hmm. if you ever like mixed all of the colors together, Mm -hmm. it'd either create like a dark brown or just black all together.
2: Yep. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, And also, um, how we perceive color is through cells in the back of our retinas and our eyes. So we have cones and rods. Which cones is how we detect the light, but it's not able to see light. So it basically sees it detects things in black and white. So it's kinda of like a filter to the rods, which is able to see the light so it can balance out the two. Because if too much light was coming in, we'd get blinded by it.
1: If this is on anyone's uh science quiz or test, pay yeah. attention. <laughs> pay hey, attention. We're helping you out. This right is now. the Cliff Note version. <laughs> All of that is in an eyeball.
0: Yeah, but like, it's very yeah. interesting. Um, it
1: kind of makes you think of a prism. Yeah,
0: like if yeah. the
1: eye was uh-huh. a prism and the light goes through
0: your yeah. eye, uh-huh. and then what you see. I think come that's out what is, like, the, the eye thing. is. Yeah, it's like yeah. a prism or it's like a, a mirror. Living prism. So that, that's really actually it is kind of like a mirror because if you look in somebody else's eyes, you can see your own reflection. Right. And mirrors, you know, do what mirrors do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother topic. Let's bring back colors. colors. On the <laughs> <engine>. <laughs> so yeah, so with also that, you have to think about the people who is colorblind. Mm -hmm. So how do they perceive the world? So, um, Cam, can you go ahead and give us like some various different versions of colorblindness?
1: I sure can. So speaking from someone who does not have colorblindness, I have to do my research. (laughs) (laughs) So there are actually three different types of colorblindness, which is news to me. I just thought you were colorblind. You were colorblind. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't think much of it. Mm. Again, speaking from someone who's, who's not colorblind, no offense to those who are so this helps you kind of get a bit more understanding so i'm gonna butcher these words don't hold it against me (laughs) the first type of color blindness is red green color blindness so you can be i believe it's uh determinedly determinedly uh which means green looks red to you Mm -hmm. if you're that form of color blindness then you have protomely which means red looks green Oh, God. I know. Red
0: looks good.
1: Hold on, Jesus, because we got mo. <laughs> <laughs> then you have pronotopia and durotopia, which means you can't tell the difference between red and green. Mm. Now, you having said that, I don't even know what you would see. Because I feel like if you're the latter and you can't tell the difference between red and green... What do those two colors look like to yeah, you? Yeah,
0: that makes me wonder, like, what are you seeing? Look are you is, seeing, like, gray? or Right.
1: The... Is it a gray scale? Because if you can't tell the difference between red and green, then it's like, so do both of those colors show up as gray, a light gray, a if, dark if gray? If you can't
2: tell the difference between either or, then that just means it's the same color.
1: Right? But what uh, color
0: would that be? It would probably... Blink. <laughs>
1: <not it>. <laughs> like, would it be gray black white i don't, I don't
2: know i don't know, I don't know. Mm. to Definitely. any of our listeners out there who may be colorblind please hit us up uh anywhere on our social media yes. our, our mm-hmm. twitter at the weird negro it's instagram all over that let, let us know we're yeah.
1: interested because yeah. i'm curious we've had this this conversation where we're like so what do you do at a traffic light because green means go red means stop what? I imagine hmm. with the way uh, traffic lights
2: tend to be, right? If you it, they they're not changing them up up and down. Yeah, like, the middle one is yellow. always going to be yellow. The bottom right, one, it's the always going to be green. You know to gonna... Right. Yeah,
1: and what's the, okay, that makes um, sense. Positions, the positions the of the position
2: lights. of the light. I'm sure that they, if, as if you know the positions of the traffic light, then I'm sure you'll be able to drive yeah. around. But like, yeah. I, uh, yeah.
0: Hm.
1: Fool for thought. Yeah. Now we also have. The next type of color blindness, which is blue-yellow color blindness.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now this is triamely, which is you can't tell the difference between blue and green, and you can't tell the difference between yellow and red. And then we have tri That's how I'm gonna pronounce it. You can't <laughs> tell the difference between blue and green. You can't tell the difference between purple and red, and you can't tell the difference between yellow and pink. Oh my god! I know that's a lot, that's a lot of like. Yeah, color association uh, and disassociation. That's up. really messing me up right now. You I can't know. see anything then,
2: can you? Jeez. Which
1: leads us to our next form of color blindness, which is complete color blindness, which Ooh. is you don't see any form of color at all. And actually, complete color blindness is extremely rare, extremely rare. Mm-hmm. And for those few percent percentage of people that have it, uh, may also have sensitivity to light wow yeah. Okay. yeah they also have sensitivity to light so those are the main forms of colorblindness and it is a lot so i guess the red green is actually the not i guess but i know red green is the more common form mm-hmm. of colorblindness so most people who are okay. colorblind are red green colorblind
2: yeah so if there are people out there who can't see certain colors then are there people out there who see every color
1: there are oh. there are people i forgot the term for it it's a very if you want to google it google it i'm not going to try and, and pronounce that term <laughs> but there are people <laughs> that have as j dub mentioned before how you have cones in the back of your mm, eyes that they help have extra you, they have an extra, One extra cone. cone wow okay. yeah yes. so how we may have like standard people who see color may have two Then people who are red, green, blue, yellow color blind, they have three. A person who is like just super receptive to color has four, and so that means that person it's like it's like seeing in HD.
0: Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, it's like
1: seeing the world in HD. And these people, I could put a blade of grass. Uh-huh. in front of L, like... and then put another blade of grass in front of L, and she'll be able to see the difference in the color between mm-hmm. those two. Even Where though, to we me... we wouldn't
0: be able to. Right.
1: To me, it'll be like, they're both green blades of grass. She'll be like, no. This one's darker. This one's lighter. Yeah. Because she sees it. She's super receptive to the color that she's receiving.
2: I'd imagine to have that kind of... Uh... That be, being able to see those kind of colors that vividly, yeah. I imagine that'd be, like, such a headache,
0: you know? Yeah. It can
2: be sensory
0: overload. Mm. Yeah, that's basically what I would call it. Um, it was actually an example, um, when I was watching a video, um, talking about, like, and by the way, fun fact, only females are able to perceive this. Men can't. So, it's never been a, you know, a case of a male being able to do this. So, um, It's like an example of a woman walking down like a grocery store aisle Mm -hmm. and she's, you know, seeing all of the different colored boxes of cereal. And so she would basically get like overloaded by all of the colors because what we may see is like one shade of yellow is like five different shades of yellow on that one box. Mm. And it's like too much going into, you know, for the, I guess, for the brain to comprehend. Bro, you can see the fucking rainbow. That's (laughs) times 10. Oh my God, that's
1: a lot. Mm. And you can imagine like how neon Mm. colors appear to someone that is has a fourth cone and is super receptive to color. Neon colors must just be a trip (laughs) to say the least.
2: (laughs) You know what? It makes me think, try and compare it to like a crazy LSD trip. Yeah. Like, how, mm-hmm. how the media portrays it, all right? Mm-hmm. Not saying that I've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> anyway, you know how they show it in the uh, in the movies, how there's all these crazy bright yeah. flashing light yeah. colors all in your
0: face. Like, that groovy look.
2: Yes. yes. Like, I feel like that could be what they may see. I, mm-hmm. If we have any listeners out there who has this, Again, hit us up and let's confirm. Let's find out. Let's pick your brain. You can uh, inform us, educate us on what it yeah. is that you see, what it is that you go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah,
1: that was, it's, it's, it's deep because it pretty much is like... Hmm it's almost like levels to color blindness. So yeah. it's like red green is like level one and then yeah. it's like complete color blindness is like level three. Jeez. So it's like the more you get into it the more in, like severe the color blindness is. It's like
2: how that, that one level that you were talking about where you can't see the purple, the blue, the green, the red. It's like geez what can you see? I know. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: That makes me kind of think of that um, theme that was going around like social media a couple years ago with the dress oh yeah yeah. is it blue and black or is is it it white and gold i saw white and gold
2: by
0: the way i saw white and gold too i did not see white
1: and gold i saw blue and black see (laughs) and i think it was another one like that with a shoe yeah yeah that was like teal and gray and then some other color
0: Mm -hmm. sounds like interesting to try to figure out like how we all perceive things differently
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: so, my red may not be your red. And that's probably why favorite colors are a thing. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So, I learned this, and I want to just throw it out there right quick. Mm-hmm. If it's one thing that everyone can see who actually can see the colors, not the ones who cannot, who are suffering from color blindness, not them, mm-hmm. but everyone else who can, if it's one color that we all can definitely tell is, it is uh, yellow. And because of that, that's... Uh, why you see yellow signs on roads? That's why you see the pavement can be with mm. the yellow stripes. Mm-hmm. Everybody can see that. Wow. So fun fact. <laughs>
1: hmm. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to. that. I just thought it was a bright color in, in the yeah. dark you can see it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs>
2: see? everyone can see, it. and it's like the farthest kind of color that you can see out there. Uh-huh. So that's why the uh, the roads people use that.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense because okay. if you think about it, yellow. And the, uh, at the, like, the opposite of yellow is basically the darkest thing you think of. B- basically because it's like, if you look at a picture of a color wheel, mm-hmm. and then yellow's on this side, then it starts getting darker and lighter. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Hmm. I contributed to something about science. <laughs> 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 All right. So I think um we're done with the science part. Basically, we went over that to talk about like to try to get an understanding of how we perceive the world around us um and it's pretty interesting so we're gonna go into a culture before we get color. into culture uh-huh. i do
1: want to say i kind of want someone to do like a youtube video uh-huh. and i want them to do like a day in the life of someone who is colorblind i don't know if that's out yet or if that's a thing i haven't looked it up on youtube Mm -hmm. but i would like to like see what that person sees Mm, i think that'd be really dope you know what uh i think
2: i've seen something uh not like on a video that shows what a person goes through that is colorblind but i've seen uh where they've created uh, glasses mm. that will I was show just thinking you. thinking about that. Yes, that will yeah. show you the colors for the color blinded person. Um, mm. So you give those glasses to that person, yeah, and they're able was... to actually see
0: what we. Yeah, see. Wow. it was a teacher. Um, his students got like um, a whole bunch of money together and got him these glasses because he couldn't afford them. Mm-hmm. So he basically put them in, and like uh, he's a science teacher, he put them in. I mean, put the glasses on and he was able to see, I think he was, um, maybe green and red colorblind. Uh So he was able to see red and green for the first time. And he just like bawled up in tears.
2: Like, oh Um, my God. That's amazing. Science so, is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, science is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot to take in, but when you finally get Understand the right components it. with yeah. it, it's
1: yeah. like whoa! You can really change someone's life. So if they have glasses like that, could they or do they have glasses that could correct cl- uh, color blindness? I mean, like complete
0: color blindness, like the gray and white.
1: Maybe not like, complete, because that—that yeah. that, I think that would be. I think. That will require a little bit more time and like testing, mm-hmm. but maybe like the red, green, blue, yellow, where they where it's like a specific color association, color blindness. Mm-hmm. If I mean, that makes if sense. they're
2: able to create the that type of glasses that was mentioned earlier, then I I see. I don't see why not.
1: Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know how they have like the glasses that block out UV rays mm-hmm. and the glasses that mm-hmm. help when if you someone that sits at a computer all day. So I figure if they have yeah. that, they have to have glasses. At least that could help with like. The red, green color blindness or the blue yellow
0: mm-hmm. maybe not how complete. can you
2: uh when looking at people who suffer from color blindness, how can you tell if for, if someone is like telling the truth or not you know how can you tell what they're going through uh the the vividness right the extreme vividness of a color would that person even know? Like hmm. you know, like how do you detect that? If it's hmm. in women, is it easily detectable uh, yeah. for that type of?
0: Attack? Mainly, I, I was thinking this may actually be wrong, but don't isn't people whose color blind like the complete color blind their eyes is gray? Like their oh. iris, or I think it's called the iris, mm-hmm. that's around the pupil. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. is it gray? I believe.
1: Yeah. I'm actually not. Or is that
0: for people? Sure. Blind? I don't know. Like a complete. I don't
1: know. We have to we have to research that one. Have to I it. would <laughs> Google it and then we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, huh, that's a that's a good point. It's because like, it's like people who are blind mm. sometimes their eye w- iris will be white.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: So, uh, um, that's a good question.
2: See that we're going down that rabbit hole again. Well,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pull <laughs> yourself back up, Alex.
2: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> gotta be careful some some
1: food for thought for all of our listeners some food for thought uh okay now we're seriously about to get into culture and color yeah okay okay (laughs) boom so
2: okay i want to bring up something Mm -hmm. when we're talking about culture i want to bring up race right that touchy subject Mm -hmm. and i want to talk about colorism a little bit, just a little blurb on it, on what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, like a little definition so people got an understanding since color is up there, you know. All right, so the National Conference of Community and Justice, or also known as NCCJ, they have uh, given a definition for colorism as, a practice of discrimination by which those with lighter skin are treated more favorably than those with darker skin. This practice is a product of racism and it upholds the white standards of beauty and benefits white people in the institutions of oppression. So that's something that's uh, color in society, color in culture as a whole. Like, look at how, when I bring up colorism, what do I mean? You know, if you're darker, then you get looked at as something that's wrong versus if you're lighter, then you get looked at as someone that's favorable. The lighter you are, the whiter you are, possibly. Yeah. You know, that kind of crap. Yeah.
1: Or, you know, think of, it. Like, we talked about this, too, in terms of back in the day when a lot of social clubs, a lot of African-American social clubs, uh, had the brown paper bag test. Where it was, like, in order to hang out there, they would hold up a brown paper bag and be like, which is lighter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I threw out the reference because there's a scene in WKRP in Cincinnati. I could not find the scene, but you know, for all you you younger people, you can Google it. <laughs> okay.
0: Not, not saying
1: I'm super old. I only know this reference because I watch a lot of TV. But it's, it's actually Boy. a really deep uh scene in, in that show. But, yeah.
2: Cam ain't lying about seeing a lot of TV. I like. do
0: this culture woman. queen. But,
1: <laughs> look, we, when we were talking about this topic, I threw out so many references to Bro. movies. And I will throw them out again.
0: Bro. But, yes,
1: that is, just going back to colorism, that's kind of like an example, an embodiment of it. Where... Mm-hmm. It's it's just... It's not enough that we were already separated by color in society. But when we started separating each other mm-hmm. by color...
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's like discrimination <laughs> within discrimination.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like
2: uh, the child of racism, mm-hmm. if anything. You know? Like, it's yep. it's just so racist. Especially just
0: racism within your own ethnic group. hmm Yeah.
2: And that's all over the world. It's not just the U.S. Yeah. So. I was just
0: about to say that.
2: And I have...
0: Um... I think I have a reason for that. Mm -hmm. Like, doing my own various, like, research and stuff for school, when I was doing that, I I, um, picked up a, like, a certain human trait when it comes to at least, like, dark and light skin tone Mm -hmm. um, perception. So usually when you think of someone of lighter skin tone, you think of, like, royalty or at the top. Or somebody that's... You know, somebody that stays inside. Basically what I'm trying to get to is when you think of like light skin, you think of inside. You know, you think of niggas. dark That's yeah. what you're saying. You, you think dancing around sorry, it, but it's Okay. okay. <laughs> but the house Dark skin is usually the people who's outside working mm-hmm. in the fields. The and niggas. that goes for the any niggas, right? That goes for any culture. It's you okay, girl, we, know yeah. <laughs> we know the history. Yeah. We
2: know the history. It's cool. You read my mind. You, yeah. you, you took it out right yes. as I was about
0: to say it. So yep. that's what's up. And that's for like Asian. culture Cultures. European yeah. cultures. um actually did this, um, you know, back back in the day. Um, Mediterranean. It's like you know, Mediterraneans are looked down upon in Europe because they have darker features than people who, you know, Scandinavian descent or something like that up in the upper regions. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's it's kind of like a line to divide, saying that I'm more. Privileged in you, and you have to... and Because you're darker, you have to work,
2: mm-hmm. basically.
0: Right. So you're the worker if you're dark, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Isn't it weird how... uh certain colors can represent purity and kindness and oh this one is the better one because it's this color or this one's worse because it's darker like Mm -hmm. the lighter it is the better it's perceived versus the darker it is Mm -hmm. the more trash it seems to be right
1: like it's it's so weird It is. but I think it it goes back to how earlier when i was like like words are only as powerful as the meaning we give them
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's the same thing as colors right you know the perception of color is based off the meaning we give them yeah you give that color a different meaning mm-hmm. it has a different perception
2: mm-hmm. yeah and you know what colors in general have so many different meanings and so many different perceptions behind them you like so many different people look at look at the color red right it represents Danger represents lust, it represents aggression. sex, represents aggression, war, fighting. It's so much for this one color, yeah. like it's, I, it's not that odd.
0: because blood is red, mm-hmm. so you would think that war would associate with you know, or anything aggressive would associate with red. Right. I'm glad you brought violence. that
1: up because I feel like a while back I actually heard that blood technically is purple and it only turns red once it, it hits mixes, oxygen you know, yeah once it hits oxygen mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. as it's coursing through your body it's actually purple
2: mm-hmm. yep that's a fun did you know <laughs> hey, fun fact <laughs> one thing uh another fun thing with color uh it can set a story right it's good at storytelling mm-hmm. when you see uh, a movie or a tv show or whatever and it's all dark and uh, if you don't know what's yeah. going on, you're thinking, oh, this is going to be a mysterious kind of feel, right? Mm-hmm. Something something wild is about to happen. Be be weary. Something scary might happen, right? Mm-hmm. Be fearful because of the unknown. It's yeah. dark. You can't see. Black. That's weird, right? It yeah. says how yeah, color can set a whole that. story.
0: I'm thinking of, like, witches Right. For some reason, because witches were black.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, when you look at, like, um, Halloween movies or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. the
2: big bad guy is a dark looming figure Dark right? Vader dark Vader. Right.
1: Um, or That's like I said before in the movie Sixth Sense where it's like anytime the color red showed up you knew something was about to happen you're mm-hmm. like up oh, it's about to go down mm-hmm. what is he about to see I see that color red one mm-hmm. uh, pop culture reference that I actually got
2: since the pop culture queen <laughs> over here is just <laughs> dropping all these tidbits the Godfather Anytime something was about to go down and death was looming, you saw an orange, like an actual uh the fruit, the orange. Mm-hmm. Uh someone was about to get gunned down and somehow an orange is in that scene sprawled over the floor or whatever. It's a warning sign, right? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Color yeah. can be seen is a great storyteller. It's a great uh setting the mood.
0: Yeah. And that's um since we're talking about emotion and pop culture, if it's any, you know, comic book fans, uh one thing that you think about is like the green lantern mythos Mm -hmm. for um, dc comics right like green is the color of willpower yellow is the color of fear uh you know you got blue basically all of these primary colors mean something Mm -hmm. and whatever this person is feeling like a red lantern well obviously you would think that you know what would fuel their power is rage like anger Mm -hmm. which is red. Mm. So, all of these, all these things, they can even, you know, intertwine in, like, uh, pop culture that we see, like A.O. referenced. Yeah. And
1: it's, it's like you said, associating those colors with emotions, uh, holding up my pop queen status. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm going to reference the movie Red Tails. You haven't seen it. Great movie for Black History Month. But there's a scene in the movie Red Tails, you can watch it on YouTube, where Neo's character is sitting at a table with uh, their Caucasian counterparts. And one of the gentlemen says, you know, oh, you guys don't prefer colored. And Neo says, you know, it's Negro. And he was like, so tell me this. You turn red when you are mad. You turn green when you envious. And you turn yellow when you scared of, and you call us colored.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was like, that line stood out so much to me. Mm-hmm. Just in the concept of culture, what color
0: means. Yeah. <clears throat> and that gets me to a question free you now for everybody to answer. Because I, I mean, personally, I have a problem with, um saying, you know, colored or... Obviously, I think everybody has a problem with that now, but a term that I really don't like that, you know, um, is coming up, I guess, in the PC, you know, that PC language Mm -hmm. is people of color or POC. Mm -hmm. I still see that as kind of, you know, problematic in a way.
1: It's interesting because in the grand scheme of things, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. um, technically, wouldn't we all be considered people of color because even exactly. if you would be considered caucasian or white white is still a color yeah it's still a color if you're mm-hmm. of course african-american we are sometimes considered black mm-hmm. black is a color you know exactly so technically i feel like using the term people of color applies to all people because we are all various shades and hues yeah. of color mm-hmm.
0: exactly you know
1: mm-hmm. i'm i'm with you Dub, on the whole uh
2: being grouped under poc people of color i'm black I am a nigger. I am a (laughs) negress. You know, like, I, we, because of our own background Mm -hmm. in society Mm -hmm. as a whole, like, I rep black. I rep, I rep the Black Panther. I rep black. That is my identity. That is part of who I am. That's not all of what I am, but it is a part of me. And I would like to be acknowledged as a black woman in society. Mm-hmm. Not person of uh, color, black I, woman. I like yeah. that
1: because you're not, you're you're pretty much saying that black is a part of you, but it's not. It does not define you. It's mm-hmm. not all that mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. And I like that because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, for them, is, is is that way, where it's like you're reducing me to a category or a group. Mm-hmm. It's like no, yeah. I can be African American, black, Negro, Moorish American, mm-hmm. everything, because all of those things make up who I am. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of other yeah. things. That's for another episode. There's a whole lot of things that make up who I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it it doesn't limit me.
2: Yeah. That's very it's weird not a limitation. thinking of y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not. But that's what it is. Essentially, you being black is not a limitation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: It is a character trait, I guess you could say. Or mm-hmm. characteristic of who you are.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More to the story. <clears throat> Much more. More yes. to the
1: story. Um...
2: Going back on the cultural aspect of things, like I know I touched on race, let me jump back a little bit to the cultural one little tidbit that I want to throw in there mm-hmm. uh, on the color yellow. Again, I swear it's not my favorite color. I promise you, it's green. I, know I brought <laughs> up yellow before, but the with Chinese with the Chinese culture mm-hmm. uh, dealing with the King Dynasty. Uh, the Chinese culture sees the color yellow to represent the most valuable things in life. And because of that, the emperor was known as the only one that was allowed to wear yellow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from that, um, let's go over to the other side of the world, dealing with Romans. Mm-hmm. Over there, they repped purple. And, you know, purple for them, they said made, uh, what was it for? <sighs> Exclusively like for royalty.
0: Right, yeah. for the rich and yeah. You see that today. That mm-hmm. even like le- uh You know, leaks to today's culture. Like mm-hmm. uh, recently, we saw uh, Michelle Obama rocking, you know, purple, mm-hmm. and also the Queen. Usually, see her for you know, the Queen of England mm-hmm. wears purple a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's still that you know, it's still that cultural significance today.
2: So let's talk about uh, a random little random tidbit again. You say purple, I say burgundy. What do you say, Cam? It was
1: Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hmm? Michelle Obama's outfit. Are you talking about the outfit she wore at Joe Biden's inauguration? Yeah, it was purple. It me? was burgundy. No
0: way. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a purple. I literally just looked this
1: up. And like uh
2: look at Kamala Harris's outfit. Some people would say blue, some people would say purple, some people would say uh cobalt. Actually I thought cool. it was violet. See
1: that? Oh. <laughs> I thought it was because it wasn't quite blue, but it wasn't mm-hmm. quite purple. So I just thought it was more of a violet color. Mm-hmm. But Michelle Obama definitely, I, I thought it was burgundy.
2: From what me and Cam <laughs> see, that was definitely it burgundy, was burgundy. For,
1: us. <laughs> for us. Isn't
2: that weird how people can look at one solid color and go, oh, oh, no, this it's this color. No, it's that color. It's a whole debate on what they were rocking. J-Dub is seriously looking up Michelle I Obama's. Obama's- <laughs> okay, that,
0: that's, that's purple. That is purple. Oh
1: my it's God, burgundy. <laughs> that's purple. Let me see. Let me look, just make sure we not tripping. Just to let y'all know,
0: we're looking at my computer right now.
1: Tilt the screen down. Boy, that is burgundy. That's burgundy. <laughs> that's, burgundy. that's burgundy. And come look here, is like a violet.
2: When I think of burgundy, <laughs> right, <no. laughs> when I
0: think of burgundy, I think of like a dark red. See, that's not.
2: And I wouldn't say that that is burgundy. <laughs> I, I would just take that as
0: a darker red. But yeah.
1: That's... But
2: you see what I mean about color? <laughs> that's why we decided as the Weird Negroes to bring this up as a subject. <laughs> because
1: it's just, you see how we can debate over it? Yeah. <laughs> and there are so many colors out there. Like, there are so many variations. Let me say that There are so many variations of colors.
0: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm
1: it's just
0: it's crazy yeah and also um since we um you know sticking on culture i found out another interesting thing um Mm -hmm. with, with pertaining to english speakers um we have 12 i believe 12 um different colors that we you know stick to like red yellow Blue, black, brown,
1: white,
0: green, yeah, what you think of that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, but for Russia, for the language, they have an extra, so they have thirteen that they would um that they would look at, and you this extra color for them is i would perc- i would perceive it or I would call it blue or mm-hmm. light blue, right, but they they have it as a whole you know of its own category,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so that was really like interesting looking this up of how other languages uh look at blue. And also like African speaking languages I looked up. It was three different shades of blue, but they called it well, yeah, it was like three different shades of blue, but they called it all blue. Like we would. Right. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, dark blue, like teal. Royal blue. Even to some extent like green, what mm-hmm. I would see is green, they just call it blue. mm mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know what? Like so, teal. Teal my favorite. my uh what was it? What was my high school colors? It was teal and purple. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as a random color, a <laughs> random <laughs> color matchup, but hey, it worked. It was cute. It was popping. <laughs> but yeah, teal would be considered uh, blue under that under that kind of umbrella, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I weird. think it would be considered more blue than green. Right, right. So yeah.
2: I know that was definitely a, a
1: disagreement. Some of them because
0: I see it as green, some of them. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I and guess it, like it depends on the hue yeah, of teal.
0: See? Oh, that's what I was thinking about. So it depends I, on see, the still,
1: hue still. of teal. See, we're getting into some more variations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going down a rabbit hole. You <laughs> <laughs> I warned
2: y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, hey,
1: colors is complex. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and it has different meanings with everything. Like even uh, in the different languages. Look at the color black in Spanish or Latin. Mm-hmm. Where Chinese. it's uh Negro. Mm-hmm. Negro, negro is the color. The way right? she says it, Ugh. negro. <laughs>
1: like, that's, like, that's one of those dramatic scenes where you like, mm. mm-hmm. But then look at the, Spanish the French guitar. culture, where it's like noir. Like, whoa! It's I so did not sexy. know
2: that. In, in uh the french language it was noir it's
1: noir like that is sexy so if you ever heard of the film drama <laughs> film noir. noir it's literally mm-hmm. black film i'm it's noir, film noir.
0: Yeah,
1: i like that i don't I'm noir i don't American, mind boy. someone calling me
0: that noir i love it the weird
1: shout noir. out to the french language <laughs> i love it uh it sounds i don't know it rolls off the tongue mm-hmm. and it just sounds so beautiful noir
2: and then isn't it something how uh, just going off of our uh, culture as as African-American, as mm-hmm. black, as Afro-American, mm-hmm. all the different terms that we have for ourselves, uh, how it all deviated from what they were calling us before as, you know, Negro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's just something. The language is amazing. <laughs> it is. It is.
1: So then, could you say that Negro was just... The U.S. adaptation of another word for black.
0: Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> most definitely. You look at like most the likely history they got it from it, another culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. the um the pronunciation uh, changed over time. They hear, they heard like span uh, Spanish um, slavers or whatever you know, like saying negro. Mm-hmm. So then the English kind of started to pronounce it wrong.
2: Mm-hmm. which,
0: because, you know, I guess either they didn't understand it, or they just didn't feel like pronouncing it right. So, which led to negro, and then led to, you know, nigger and then...
2: Nah, nigger, and then nigga. That's yeah. how it right. went. Oh, E-R, yeah. 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 well, then A. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the different, uh, the meanings behind it. Like, what mm-hmm. they were calling us as nigger, as mm-hmm. a derogatory term, mm-hmm. we took back and changed it to nigger. Mm-hmm. As a term of endearment with our within our own group, and mm-hmm. how white folks can't say that, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 really interesting how language can become a thing, how, how it meaning how it changes. changes it.
1: Yeah. How meaning changes. Something as
2: simple as color, mm. the meaning mm. behind color and what it all stands for, like that's pretty dope.
1: Huh. <laughs> it is. It really is.
0: There's, that makes me think about something uh, mm-hmm. like. You like how we look at like the philosophy of color like Mm -hmm. um white meaning purity and you know all of that all the good associated with something but then you think of dark or black you think of evil and you know all of that so Mm -hmm. i wonder in africa is dark considered like evil because in every every kind of culture black is seen as like deaf or you know something like that mm. so not, every every not every culture
2: not mm-hmm. every culture because I know like uh in our society uh something as simple as black cat passing by you you know you're going to get bad luck Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. but
2: in I think some Asian cultures it's like black cat could represent good luck
1: mm-hmm. so not
2: every mm-hmm. culture Yeah. where the color black is seen as something as mysteriously bad or anything like that mm-hmm. it's right. just how things can be twisted and turned mm-hmm. and borrowed from over here and taken from over there. Just mm-hmm. different meanings, different different folks for di- different folks strokes for different folks.
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: That kind of whole thing. Everything just changes over time. Yeah. But it's a beautiful it is, thing though. Yeah. It's it's a headache because there's so many different meanings behind it. It, but is. it is beautiful. And there's, it there's is.
1: so many things associated to colors. Uh, I know we were talking about uh, chakras.
2: Mm-hmm. How,
1: you know, you're all of your chakras are represented by different colors, your root chakra, your third eye chakra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then aside from the color, they have different meanings for those chakras. That's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: yeah. are going, we are going all over the place. I hope people can keep up with this. I
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we 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 said this was not gonna be as structured as our previous episodes, but hopefully you're still with us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I wanna come back in and say how it just popped into my head. Mm-hmm. The color red how it represents lust and temptation why do you think it represents temptation and then it just all happened in my head this quick so uh with it representing temptation Mm -hmm. i think of the garden of eden the apple the fruit Mm. right forbidden fruit it's red it's red like an apple uh red like blood temptation yeah (laughs) just another random yeah.
0: There, and also, um to to dive more into that, it's um, kind of an evolutionary reason for that. Mm. Um, usually red fruits, um, when we was in our, uh, I guess, I'm going more on like the evolution side. Yeah. Scientific evolution side. When we was in the trees as our younger primate selves, we needed a way to perceive if something was poisonous or dangerous. So red was usually, um, I guess, in the trees or wherever we were. Um, red fruits were poisonous. Mm-hmm. So we, we had to develop something to see red so we can avoid it. We basically. had to evolve. Mm-hmm.
2: We had to adapt to our yeah, surroundings. Yeah. And that's why a uh, reason why red can be seen as danger.
0: Yeah. Mm. And also, um, you know, tomatoes and this earlier European... Um, Exploration days, mm-hmm. um, people saw tomatoes as poisonous. Mm-hmm. That's why they were, um, you no, know, avoided by Europeans at least because the natives there knew that they were poisonous. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's interesting that you said that because I'm like tomatoes as they're growing are actually start out green mm-hmm. and right. develop tomatoes into that red and color, yeah. and so do bananas develop and start out green and develop into that like yellow color.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's it's interesting that.
0: They go off of the end result color. Also, strawberries too. <laughs> strawberries and, um, start out green mm. or white.
1: Oh, I, I think white. Mm. Hmm. I was about to say green actually. Oh, <laughs> we gotta look it up. <laughs> <laughs> like I was actually about to say, I
2: was like don't they
1: start off green and then Get turn color red?
2: I swear we're not high. We're just like. I all over what the was place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and what did you say before? Um,
2: I said a lot of things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but she said. Uh, crackhead commentary <laughs> yes got so crackhead
2: energy we got crackhead energy right <laughs> we got now. crackhead energy that's that i i feel like that's gonna be the tone for the let's get weird echo oh okay never We're mind.
0: gonna be weird oh, so yeah. i just looked it up and white strawberries <laughs> are binos mm-hmm. so they lack the ability to turn you know red so they start out as green.
1: Oh, okay. oh okay. Ooh, okay. some confusion there first I'm like
2: you wait had to, what? we had to clear it up what like, do they start out as <laughs> so like, but yeah nah I, how do we uh, start getting our colors in the first place is it all like based off of fruit like is that what, well, what we started
1: naming colors from if mm. you think about it people are kind of <laughs> like fruit when they start out cause when babies are born uh-huh. you know babies aren't born into the color they end up being you know most babies come out they're
0: Oh, so they have like, to
1: get right. They have to get <laughs> right. get <laughs> <Okay. laughs> But you, know, but you get what I'm saying. You, have you ever heard that where they like look at the baby's ear mm-hmm. to see like the complexion they're gonna end up being? Mm-hmm. And it, it's like that. It's like when oh, I get. I'm assuming it's all babies. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's okay. <laughs> but mo- the babies I've seen born, it's like they develop into their pigmentation as they get older. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But essentially, all babies are are born, you know, like like brights. hmm <laughs> so
2: Come out pink, then slowly start getting their real
0: color in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their yeah. pigment. Their in. real pigment. So hmm. wow. But I think it that's is. for most mammals, right? Like, I guess. If you think it's like a, a, I guess a. A dog coming out or a puppy, don't they like be pink when they're first born? I but then they have to know. they have to grow the hair, so I think their skin is, isn't pink. You know what? I may actually be thinking of a uh, naked mole rat. A Kim Possible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Low key Rufus was the best
0: character.
1: Ever. He was. He, he was,
0: was dope. dope. He was dope. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I think that's it for our uh, episode on colors, um, this weird episode, our first weird episode. So I'll catch you guys later. This is your boy, J-Dub, signing out.
2: Hey, it's Cam Lotus. Peace out from L. So Flower
0: Lee. All right, let's chill to the next episode of the Weird Negro Podcast.